daddy? Gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast where Captain Insano shows no mercy. What the fuck is that? What's that a quote from? Uh, one of the Avengers films, I think. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's from uh, it's from the Waterboy. Oh right, I'm excited for Waterboy. Yeah, well, you, you probably shouldn't be. I think you'll hate it. <laughs> but no, nah, it's a good film. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm still riding high after fifty first dates. Um, so I'm eagerly anticipating this week's film i i'm gonna say this is gonna be a classic i think it's gonna be a classic yeah what we're watching this week luke we are watching adam sandler's 2006 effort click which is the film where adam sandler plays a guy called michael newman which usually doesn't really matter does it the name of the characters because they are kind of just adam sandler at the end of the day and we love him for it oh wait hang on is he called Michael Newman, like new man? He's a new man because of his remote control. Is that why you've highlighted his name? Is that going to be important? Is that an old controller? Nice, new man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That would be a funnier joke than anything else he'd put in these films. Have you seen this film, Luke? I've seen this. I saw this in the cinema back in 2006 with my mum, dad and sister. We came away overjoyed at how incredible it was. <laughs> no, I can't really remember. I know, I know I saw it in the cinema and I did enjoy it enough to add it to my Adam Sandler shelf at home on the DVDs. <laughs> so what happens in this film is that this guy, he never has enough time, never has enough time, like all of us really, it's quite relatable. And so he goes to get a, a, a new remote control for his television. And when he goes to, I think it's like Bed Bath & Beyond or something like that. Um, he's greeted by Christopher Walken, which, you know, pretty big name, on par with Al Pacino, I guess, kind of. He, he meets of, yeah, him. Yeah. He's like a scientist and he gives him this like new control where he can like pause, fast forward, rewind, all of that stuff. So he can do it to his life, not just his television. It's like TiVo. I think that's what they say. I think it's like TiVo, but for reality. For life, reality TiVo. Yeah. Oh, is that a joke in the film? I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of mine. <laughs> Sandler would never stoop this low. Um, so yeah, I've, I, as I say, I've seen this one before. It's not one of my big rewatches, but I remember enjoying it to an extent. So I, I'm interested to rewatch this one, really, because... It's not like a film that I can recall much about, but it's like, I know it happened. <laughs> I know it happened, but I don't really remember much about it. How about yeah, you? Uh, Have you? You've not seen this one. Uh, I've not seen this one. Uh, this one, so in my, in my school in Dinnington, in one of the rooms, there was a massive poster of Click in one of the media rooms, and it was so big. It was like the bigger, maybe in my memory, I'm conflating it with like lots of others but in my mind it was this gigantic poster and the poster if anyone's familiar is adam sandler and then his hand holding like a remote 
and it I don't know what it is about his hand, but I never liked it. It was a really horrible like claw. And I, and it, I, I don't know. Like, just look at the poster now. I'm looking at it right now. It. It's not nice. I would it? say that his index finger it's too looks small. like it's a lot smaller than the other fingers. Yeah. And they're kind of curled around. Yeah, they're all like. curled around. So it's implying like his other fingers are like a couple of inches longer. And he's got this tiny little forefinger on this abs- absurd looking remote. I, I just, the poster mm-hmm. always used to frighten me a little bit. So you've not seen it before? How do you think it's going to rate on the Sander scale from the concept and stuff? I'm because I the concept sounds fun. I think this could either go two ways. It's either going to be like quite a heartfelt Sandler comedy comedy drama, a bit like Fifty First Dates, or mm-hmm. it's going to be very crass and horrible and exploitative. And I'm guessing because he can rewind, I feel like that's going to help him get into lots of dodgy situations that are going to be a bit gross and gr- and very dark. I, I really don't know. I can't call it. I feel like I'm going to be optimistic and say, I feel like this is going to be all right. Well, I remember being surprised as a kid. I remember being surprised by it. Oh, oh dear. Not punch drunk love surprised, <laughs> but I remember being a bit like, this isn't what I expected. I, w- I would say don't watch the trailer before you watch it. Just I'm, get into it. I'm going to go in blind, except for the little poster with his little finger. Yeah, so don't, don't look at any of the cast. Don't do any of that stuff. And uh, we'll get our sand scales at the ready and go and watch Click. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. Ah! Oh my God, I'm a fat guy! Okay, we're back from watching Click, the Adam Sandler film Click. Yes. Um, I'm going to throw to you, Luke, because I know from what you've suggested so far, we've not we've not properly spoken about it, but from what you've suggested, I can tell that this is probably in your top 10 best films of all time now. I've wanted to talk about this with you for a few days now because this, this was baffling. Mm-hmm. So Click is about... Um, Adam Sandler is playing Michael Newman. Uh, he is an architect and he's working in an architecture firm and he's got a beautiful wife and two children, but he's lost sight of what's important. And he realizes he has no time for his work because he's got to do things with his family and he hates his family and he hates his life, even though it's perfect. And then he goes to Bed Bath & Beyond and gets a remote control that lets him treat his life like a TV and he can pause and he can rewind. He can fast forward. He can see the bonus features or whatever. This film is, um, is, is shockingly terrible in every way. And just, but I have so much respect because it absolutely just completely does a crazy left turn in the third act. (laughs) And just goes absolutely mental for no reason and becomes this absolute tragedy that was actually te- like really sad and really touching. Mm-hmm. And it made me cry. He's <laughs> 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 so bad. I can't believe it. Uh, what did you think? Well, I've, I've seen this one before. Mm. And I, I don't know if I said in the intro, but like it's one of his few films that I've probably, that might have only been the second time I've watched it from start to finish. I think I might have 
probably dipped into it if it was on like TV or something. Because yeah, you think of that concept. That concept's interesting, isn't it? And mm. the whole film is basically like if you took the Christmas element out of Christmas Carol. So it's basically yeah. just a Carol. Um, no, I'm joking. It's um... <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. That's good. Um, but yeah, so it's that concept, the same as as Christmas Carol and It's a Wonderful Life and mm. those films where someone takes their life for granted and then through seeing the future they realise that they've, they've fucked it, basically. Mm. But um, So I, I watched this in the cinema when it came out with my family and I think I remember us all coming out and just being a little bit like, oh, <laughs> oh, well that, <laughs> that happened. I think I found it really like horrible, sad, depressing when I was mm. a kid. So as an adult, it, it hasn't really changed much, to be honest. Um, I think this, it starts off kind of promising. It could just be a really goofy film, but like, it's, it's like two separate films, isn't it? Yeah. It takes a turn. It takes a horrendous turn where there's just no jokes apart from a fat suit. He's wearing a yeah. fat suit, but everything else is like kind of serious. It's and, a CGI um, fat suit, though. That was what was really off-putting. Yeah, it's very off-putting, isn't it? It's and, like, no good. Walken turns out to kind of... So Christopher Walken is the scientist that gives him the click remote um there's no mention for it being click is there through the whole film it's just the name of it but so he's given this remote and um walken seems he's quite like quirky through the whole film and then at the end it randomly turns out he's the angel of death (laughs) (laughs) it's so insane (laughs) and his name's morty isn't it mort is like it means death doesn't it yeah we should have seen it from miles away really but yeah exactly i can't believe i didn't expect it in a sandler comedy about him getting a remote control that lets him ogle at women's breasts as he's (laughs) driving to work and just him doing impressions of the incredible hulk and just (laughs) and then a dog humping a duck how did i not see that this character was going to be the Grim Reaper. Fucking Christ. He's a redeemable Grim Reaper because (laughs) he forgives... Well, basically, the film kind of turns out to be a dream, doesn't it? The most part. Um, He was asleep in Bed Bath & Beyond right at the start with Nick Swardson watching over him. (laughs) And um, he... So he gets a second chance, basically. But we kind of... I kind of still think it was just a dream. But when he gets home, the remote's there Mm. after all of this. And there's a note from... um, from Morty and it says that he's basically been forgiven because his wife has a rocking bod I think this one was surprisingly crass like there was a lot of horrible jokes about women and uh, homosexuality and transsexuality transsexuality yeah yeah it was just it was really lazy horrible jokes all the way through um what Mm -hmm. did you what was your opinion on uh, Michael Newman our character Adam Sandler kind of as these films Actually, no, it's not as he turns when I was right from the start, really. <laughs> he plays these kind of characters that are, they're really horrible, but you, he expects you to like them because it's him. Mm. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I used to probably go for that. I'd be like, oh, it's Adam Sandler. He's like an old friend. <laughs> when you see that, <laughs> that lovable face. But in this one, he is really not a good guy, is he? He's, he gets really redemption. I, I don't feel like he earns his redemption by the end of it, to be honest. Yeah, I wrote that in my notes. I wrote, I hate Michael Newman, and I drew a circle around it. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. That was that was one of my <laughs> other lines. Uh, Sandler hates his lovely parents. Fuck you, I hate oh, him. Oh, yeah. His, um, his mum and dad were lovely in this, weren't they? I yeah. love Henry Winkler. 
he's, Henry he's Winkler was great. Yeah. So was um. So was uh, Julie Kavner, who is uh, Marge Simpson. She was mm-hmm. also good, and uh, so was the Angel of Death, Christopher Walken. <laughs> he was really good in his um, most sinister role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you like this line? I wrote it down. Uh, so they're talking. There's a part when Adam Sandler goes back to his own birth, and there's a joke that his penis was very small. So small that I've they got thought it's a girl. And then they keep making jokes about his baby penis, which was really weird. And then they say to him, it looked like a Tic Tac. And then they, she, then he says back, come here, I'll freshen your breath. So is he asking his parents to suck his dick? <laughs> yeah, that was all I could think. I, I've got the exact same note. Um, he offers to freshen their breath with his Tic Tac dick. Very um, weird. Um, and he also he... says that in that scene, let's not skip over it, they witness his birth from the inside of his mum's vagina. And he screams, oh. hey, we're in my mum's vagina! <laughs> so I've got that noted in capital letters. The pro- right, I just want to point out to any listeners who haven't seen Click, I really recommend you watch it because... Everything we say sounds like we're making it up because oh, yeah. it's so insane. Like, it, I really cannot. I really, I think in the introduction, I was quite positive. Did you ever watch um, Bernard's Pocket Watch as a kid? Bernard's Watch, yeah. Bernard's Watch, yeah. And he can stop time and he can do everything. And that's mm-hmm. what I thought he'd, he'd do. He'd get his remote and he'd be able to pause the family stuff and then he'd be able to work on all his stuff in the basement See, or whatever. That's what and I then, didn't understand, because it's like, he, I, I think he could have done that, to be honest. He was yeah. pausing time. He paused his wife when she was having a go at him. And he's always moaning about how he doesn't have time to do work, but all he does is fast-forward time. Yeah. So it's like, you could have just paused it and done your work. Instead, he's fast-forwarded, and like now he's got to live a life without sex and without arguments. And I don't get it. Like, Why didn't he just pause it? pause his life do all his work that's what i thought would happen and my yeah. original thought with this thing would be he'd pause his life so often that the world would go to a standstill and he'd be the only thing moving that, yeah that would have been nice and actually might have been less tragic than him dying on the sidewalk <laughs> that was mad so i wrote down as well have you ever seen a uh, synecdoche new york the uh, charlie kaufman film this film has the exact same plot as that that film also has him fast forwarding through time and he doesn't realize so like it'll be like it's been 15 years and he thinks it's been like a few minutes oh wow uh, and it's also the same as the irishman <laughs> with with our favorite duncacino <laughs> because it's very oh, similar cool, like him getting old and realizing that all his family hate him it's mm-hmm. really sad and um, it is sad this came before all of them and it does it fairly well i just feel like it's too much of a mixed bag i think that's what its problem is i think that's what makes it so watchable at the same time though that there's so much chaos you know there's Mm. fart jokes there's poo jokes but there's also lots of sadness there's loss there's death it's just it's it's at least three separate films that have been mixed into one for some reason yeah Um, so it's like an it's a wonderful life but like a crass grown-ups kind of film like there's so much going on uh and I, I think because of that i was i was interested the whole time i was i was really engaged yeah. in it because of how mad it was but i wouldn't say it was particularly good but 
no it, it's definitely it's like a film that you need to watch but mm. you're probably not going to want to revisit it what do you think was the like most standout weird moment for you in this whole film because there's loads but what was the biggest one the worst part of the whole film was rob schneider yes yeah that was his most racist role yet and he he's done some quite racist ones that was terrible i had um, to google that that scene it comes early he plays prince abibu who's like a just a rich a rich guy who's looking to purchase a building is that right or yeah. something like that They're, so sander's company are pitching a building to him and his like entourage of men that are all dressed exactly the same i think it, they're saudi arabian saudi arabian and <laughs> So he's got prosthetics and he's doing this crazy voice and stuff. And it took a while until I realised that is definitely Rob Schneider because he's got a fake sort of nose. Yeah. It's just insane, isn't it? It's a baby. And then they call him like Hubba Bubba. I I just can't believe he was all right doing all that kind of stuff, even in 2006. Like, it's really bad. It's really crazy. It stood out seriously bad, like very early on in the film it kind of set the scene didn't it for a yeah, film that was going to have like jokes about sexual harassment yeah that, the, that scene was weird right he has the click remote and he goes to a <laughs> sexual harassment meeting at work and he spends yeah. a lot of time laughing his head off because he's changed the language setting on the remote i so, I, I wrote down he should probably be listening <laughs> <laughs> he's really not a good bloke yeah, he's watching sports during an argument. He's just a horrible man. Um, did you like it when he had the wedding singer hair in the flashback? Yeah, that was that was quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I wrote quite early on. This must have been in the first like twenty minutes. I wrote. I hope this guy fast forwards himself to the grave. <laughs> oh my god! You and it actually it. happened. <laughs> That's another issue I had with the film. So he has a son and a daughter. His son, he's obsessed with getting him into. Basically, in the future, his son's kind of following his like path. His son always always copies him, doesn't he? Throughout, yeah. And his son is basically becoming an architect like him. But his daughter, the only thing he's concerned about her is her looks, her breasts. It, yeah. it just makes horrible, horrible comments the whole way through. Um, but there is a scene early on where she's like, "How old will you be when you die?" or something, and he's like, "I'm going to live to 200." And then at the end. She, he's in his deathbed like 50 years in the future and then his daughter goes up to him and said you said you'd live to 200 remember and that made me cry <laughs> it's really sad Aww. and the bit when he's, his daughter calls Sean Austin dad that made me well up I was yeah. like oh fuck that's so sad so that was, that was good to see Sean Austin wasn't it when he first appeared mm. as the swim teacher I think he might be playing Doug I'm not 100% yeah. on this, but I think, I think this is the connecting thread. There is a connecting thread. Did you catch it? So their neighbour, who is a little shit, this young ginger kid. Yeah. Young O'Doyle. His family, the O'Doyles, are from Billy Madison. So yeah, in the that's first the thing I, have. I mentioned it, didn't I? That's the thing I have. I've seen Billy Madison. How did you didn't know O'Doyle rules then in the first episode? I don't know. I think I was just... You've seen Billy Madison, but you weren't watching I've it. I've seen it, but I wasn't <laughs> watching it. <laughs> I was on my phone like the whole time. I have a lot to say about that kid, actually. So that kid is the... He's Joker in... Um, in Gotham. In Gotham, and he's also uh, the kid in that Star Wars video game. Oh, yeah. What's that one called? Jedi Fallen Order? Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. 
Um, so he plays this bully kid who kind of, um, he's kind of a rich boy. But mm-hmm. Adam Sandler just spends the whole film bullying him. And it's really weird. Like, so the first scene with them, he runs over his robot dog. Um, Suggests that the kid was smoking a cigar that might have had cannabis in it to his mum. Yeah. Yeah, That's he a injures, pretty serious one. He injures the kid, uh, gets a ball hit. Yeah. And, and, a, and, and it's a baseball. Have you ever felt a baseball? No. They're like rock solid. Like, honestly, like close enough to, you know, a spherical rock. And he lets it hit him in the face. I mean, the kid's annoying, but he's not, you know, throw a brick at his face annoying. The kid's not even that bad. Like, he's a bit brattish. But, like, he's playing with his son. He obviously, like, he's, I don't know, he's not that bad. And Adam Sandler proper treats him so badly. And I really thought at the end, there'd be a moment where Adam Sandler realises that the kid hasn't got a good home life. and And he's showing off just because he doesn't have this great life. And Adam Sandler was going to be there for the kid or make up with the kid. But the kid is gone. Like, that's it. There's nothing else. He's just there for Adam Sandler to bully. Um, Michael Newman is a terrible, terrible character. Like, really horrible. He even continues to hate Sean Astin, even when he knows by the end that he's quite a good guy. Like, he's dying on the floor and he still takes a moment to give him the middle finger. It is kind of funny. When that bit happened, I did laugh. (laughs) So did I. (laughs) He's like a dying old man giving the finger. (laughs) I've got a note here that's also from really early on in the film. It's when they're still establishing the um, powers that the remote has. So there's a scene where, I think you mentioned it actually, they're having an argument and he watches a uh, baseball game during the argument. Mm. At this point, he still doesn't realise what the remote is. So then he goes to the shop to try and return it. And he basically says like, oh, very funny. Are you filming me? Is this for a reality show? So he believes that there's a reality show out there that has the budget to implant a lens onto his eyeball so that he can watch a game during an argument. (laughs) He believes he's got like augmented reality on his (laughs) eyes. That he can just see something. But Michael Newman, like that's the thing about him. He's an idiot. Like he's so (laughs) stupid. He gets given this insane piece of technology and he doesn't even think oh maybe i should pause everything around me he decides to fast forward his own life and he's like oh let's fast forward a year of my life when i have young children and he doesn't care like he's an idiot like really stupid um well he even wastes time he's sat in a car outside his office after saying he needs to do work so much Mm. he sits there adjusting the saturation on himself so that he can be barney so that he can be the Hulk. And he sings the songs and like, the jokes just go on so much quicker. They're so bad. If he was just green and he said, oh, looking a little like Shrek there, boy, or something like that, that wouldn't be that bad. But it's the fact that he has to do the whole minute song. I love you. It's like, come on. I think I blocked that part out of my memory. It was so so bad. (laughs) And it Um, didn't look good either, did it? It No, like even when he had the fake tan on, it didn't, it looked like they'd still had a, like a gel over him. It didn't look like it was real. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of wonky CGI in this. The the fat suit being the worst one for me, I yeah, think. The fat suit was horrible to look it at. Was really off-putting. Um, what's your opinion on the duck? The fuck duck. <laughs> a continuous... I think it's the longest-running joke in the film is that all these dogs want to hump this duck. Yeah, they're all turned on by this duck. And so is Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, oh, that I hate is the grossest that. joke in the film. I think no matter how many 
homophobic, racist, transphobic comments, nothing is more disgusting than the fact that she gets turned on by a dog humping a duck. Yeah, the whole film's massively offensive, that. but that is Ugh. even that's a step too far. She was very much like um, Katie Holmes' character in Jack and Jill from from half of it, in which she's like a perfect, flawless character that mm-hmm. I don't know anything about. I don't even know her name. I don't know what she does as a living. I don't know anything about her except that she's married to Adam Sandler and loves him. And I don't know why she loves him. And then she stops loving him. And then I understood her character more. Well, I feel Um, like she's kind of there to be like a nuisance. I think that's the way they've written it is that she seems like she's nagging him. She's like, oh, can we take the kids on holiday? And like, we're supposed to think, God, why is she not letting him just get on with his work? Let him do his work. He just wants to be a good mum. <laughs> oh God! She won't stop then. bothering me. She won't <laughs> stop bothering me. She wants me to take her to dinner with my family. Ah! Fuck! <laughs> it's so awful. It is pretty much him. like that. I'm I'm glad that Christopher Walken does mention that that she's way out of his league because he mm. Adam Sandler says something like, "Oh, um, oh, I see a good-looking young man there, or something like that," and Christopher Walken's like, "Well, I don't." Ah, <laughs> he says something like that. He he mentions that she's you know way above him, and I'm glad that he gets put in his place at least once in this film. Mm. I thought Sean Astin was a much better partner for her. Oh yeah, definitely. when it turned out to be a dream, I was kind of like, oh no, <laughs> Sean Astin's out there, and he yeah. could fulfil like that relationship way better than Michael. Newman. I did write at the end he does, Michael really is a new man at the end. Yeah, he is, that's true. So I was right. Vindicated. (laughs) Before it takes that like really serious um, turn, you know he's, so like just as it's about to take that turn, it fast forwards all the stuff, doesn't it? All of his sickness and it turns out he had cancer and he found out because he hit his head on a rock. So they fast forward him having cancer. When he wakes up, he delivers in maybe his worst bit of acting. He just says, oh, no, it skipped all my sickness. <laughs> it's the way he says it. He's just oh, like, no, it skipped all my sickness. Yeah, it was pretty much that. And it's like, your wife just told you you had cancer. And he's just <laughs> like, oh, no. He has these reactions that, like, you don't, you don't need him to narrate it. Yeah. So another one that I had from the same moment was... As soon as we see the bad CGI fat suit, he goes, Oh my God, I'm a fat guy! (laughs) (laughs) He he genuinely says it. We can all see you're fat. (laughs) He does the truffle shuffle thing. What did you think of the Michael Jackson joke? Oh, that was my That was pretty bad. That was terrible, wasn't it? He sues himself or something like that. (laughs) Sues himself for molesting himself. (laughs) That was the one laugh. That actually got me because it was so crass. There's like a Britney Spears being married to Kevin Fenderline joke as well, like right at that same in that same radio announcement as the Michael Jackson one. So it's two jokes about something happening in 2017 that were both impossible in 2017 because she wasn't married to him and Michael Jackson was like dead. Yeah, it was a, a very dated kind of future. What did you think of the way the future looked? 
Um, well, because it was just bad CGI, wasn't it? Yeah. And there's like no excuse. You've se- you've probably seen sci-fi films that are <laughs> like 20 years older that look better <laughs> in terms of what the future is. Just doesn't really work, um, does it? I still thought bits were were quite good. I liked the bit when they get some. I think they get water. That's Pepsi water. That was like the only product placement where I was like, oh, that's quite good. I don't know. There was the there Voss. Was... was it the glass Voss water that comes out of? Oh, that was it. The Why did I write Pepsi water? I don't remember. But there was there was bits where I was like, oh, that's quite interesting looking. I guess. Yeah, I feel um, like the future. It looks it looks rubbish in the middle bit when he first goes to the future, and in the end, it looks like it's more normal. My favorite part of the whole film, uh, which was also the saddest part of the whole film was the scene with his dad so he there's a moment because he skipped about 10 years maybe when he was sick and he doesn't realize his dad's died and then he says let me go and see him when he died and and then the angel of death is like oh no like you can't because he's um because you weren't there and mm-hmm. then it cuts back to the last time they saw each other and there's a record a recurring scene in the film when his dad does this trick with a coin which he bites the top of this coin off and there's this scene where his dad is like i'll teach you how to do that trick and then adam sandler because he's in when he fast forwards he goes on like autopilot where he becomes a massive jerk and then he says like hey i already knew how to do the trick all this time get out of my office i'm busy working get out of here dad and then and then he's crying and it's really sad and then adam sandler keeps rewinding and pausing to like say he loves his dad and that was really sad and actually quite well done and i Mm -hmm. thought i'd mention it now no i agree i think that seems one of the positive moments really um sander he he kind of pulls it off doesn't he he's acting he looks quite emotional he looks quite upset but i think it's more that henry winkler just looks so it's heartbreaking isn't it as an old an older old man he's like crying and he's paused and stuff it's it's pretty horrible especially when you know that he died like a few years after that or whatever. Um, Wait, yeah. what? He, he's supposed to have died a few years after in the film, isn't he? Oh, I he? thought you meant the actor. <laughs> that was, no. was worried. There's another, another cameo is that um, the singer from The Cranberries is in it. She sings yeah. at their wedding. She's dead now, isn't she? She she's, passed away, she's passed away yeah. recently. Uh, well, not recently. I think it was like two years ago, maybe. That's, I think that's another sad scene because it's a throwback to something that happened earlier. It's in that latter sad part of the film. It yeah, kind like, of I works, that bit. It's, it's, that whole section's crazy because it tackles like... It goes from just being a stupid comedy to then it just becomes this uh, this like take on consumerism and capitalism and how you should always worry about your family and not worry about making money. And mm-hmm. then the loss of love and breakups and it's it's, yeah it gets really sad at the end and it just comes out of nowhere as well it comes way too late if anything i think if they'd not gone so full in on all the gross out humor and Mm. offensive jokes and stuff if they'd if they'd kept it as like a a light kind of heartwarming type film all the way through they could have still had him going back to the past and seeing crazy things and all of that but not having them inside his mum's vagina and stuff like that if they'd done it that way, I think it would have been a lot more successful. Mm, yeah. Cause, rather um, than just tacking it on in the last 22 minutes or whatever. 
Yeah, like it, it really does want to be heartfelt. Like quite a few of his films have been, like Fifty First Dates last week was heartfelt. This one, mm-hmm. it is, but it did feel a bit unearned at parts. Nice. Do you have any more observations? I've got one more. I think you'll like this one, actually. Go on then. So in the scene where he visits his dad's grave, yes. there is a Happy Madison Easter egg here. Is there? Yeah. So last week we spoke a lot about Jonathan Lofren or Jonathan hey, Lofren. John- <laughs> We're never going to learn it. Just let's call him Jonathan Lofren or Jonathan Lofren every time. We'll go with Lofren. We discovered that we really like Jonathan Lofren. Lockwood, yeah. <laughs> he, he appears in all of these films usually. He has 40 credits with Adam Sandler. So from what I gathered with this one, he wasn't this isn't one of his 40 credits with Adam Sandler. Mm. But in the graveyard scene, there's a huge grave and it says just the word Lofren <gasps> or Lochran. He's he, there's a grave for him there. So that's I his cameo in the it. film is that he's he's dead. <laughs> the actor Jonathan oh, Lochran no. is dead. I didn't catch that. I'd have right. Well, now you've got a reason to go back and watch it again. Yeah, well, that is going to come into our Sandler scale discussion. That would make all the difference. Um, well, here we go then. This is it. This is time to go to the stop. Sandler scale. Welcome uh, to the Sandler scale. Welcome to the Sandler scale. Sandler scale. Sandler scale. Let's do initially initial Sandler scale. Did you get a bingo? Breaking news. I didn't get a bingo on the Sandler scale. First time ever. Through the whole film through the whole film and i will explain and annoyingly this new news about jonathan lochran or lofran that you've just given me uh would have given me two bingos oh was it in the middle yeah so my sandler scale um going from left to right top to bottom it was steve buscemi who again doesn't make an appearance. Nope. And I'm getting sick of having him on my damn Sandler scale because he's not been in any of our films so far. Yeah, but when he does come, it's going to be truly pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> when he does come, it'll be truly pleasurable. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> ready to any. Uh, then my next one, logo on screen, uh, which Twinkies, yes, yeah, so that was a, a check. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice property. I put a check through um, yeah. early on, but he does get a nice one later on. Yeah, that's a definite one. These houses uh, are always nice. Best friend he has nothing in common with. This was an interesting one because he doesn't have any friends. No friends. He's, he's so hateful. Then my middle one, Jonathan Lofren or Lochran. Ah. Uh, very annoying because I would have got a line and a diagonal if I carry on. The next one's a sandless scream. You get that very early on when there's some teenagers and he gets really angry yep. at them. And he goes, you son of a bitch! And then chases them. Yeah. Then we have a Sony logo, which we see near the end with David Hasselhoff uh, when he's he's yeah. doing a video call to him. He's from the desert, isn't he? Then I've got Maniac Villain. I checked that off at the start for Michael Newman. I thought Michael <laughs> Newman was the villain. but then He's always the villain in his films, isn't he? Yeah. He was definitely the villain for the first half, or maybe the whole thing. He was horrible. But yeah. Walken is a, a, a true maniac. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then the next one is Small Town and Best Bloke, um, which, again, I couldn't check because he's a really bad bloke. Yeah, and I think as well, um, that was my first note of this one, was that this is our first time of having Big City Sandler. Big City Sandler, we yeah. We do get Big City Sandler. It's a bit more rare than Small Town Sandler. <laughs> but you do get a Big City Sandler every now and again. Is that all of your... That's all of mine. So, 
So no bingo. I guess if I noticed the Jonathan Loughran or Loughran grave, maybe. But for me, no bingo. What about you? Um, the total opposite. I was coming in confident already because I got a bingo two minutes, 28 seconds in. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. So I had beautiful wife, Kate Beckinsale. Very, very early on. Yeah. Um, a fat joke, which in the oh, first gosh. scene, she says, if you don't stop eating those yodels, you'll be a hundred pounds one day. And he does become a hundred pounds one day. He's huge. Yeah. Later on. Um, I had elderly joke, which was his kids saying to him, oh, dad, is that what old people do about something in the first, the first scene? I ticked off fart joke in the first scene because they turn the TV on and a dinosaur farts on it. This is all in the opening scene. I, was, <laughs> I can't believe it. It was insane, honestly. And then from there, we had unearned heartfelt moment. Um, the whole the film. Ki- the ki- well, yeah, the whole film, but... I got that from when the kid uh, is, he wins a swimming race and then he hugs his swimming teacher and it all seems a bit weird. And like, he's like, oh, you're the best teacher ever. But we haven't seen any proof of that other than the kid just being good at swimming. Mm. Um, Rob Schneider was one of mine, Prince of Bibu. We've spoke about that more than enough already. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Honestly, I I would happily, because I know that eventually we're going to have to turn this podcast into probably a Rob Schneider podcast. Yeah, we've spoken about this. And because we'll have to go through all the other ones, but I'm dreading it. Like, I honestly, like Adam Sandler, I find to be quite an interesting person. Jonathan Loughran or Loughran, I like. Uh, um, The other one, the one... Alan Covert. Alan Covert, I love. Nick Swardson, I'm a big fan of Steve Buscemi, Kevin James, all of them I can deal with. But I can't abide (laughs) Rob Schneider. I hate him. Every... Thing I've ever seen him in, I hate him in. I think I'll probably hate him in real life. That's how much I detest him. I detest everything he's, every scene in any of these films with him in. I hate. So when we when we have to reach to Deuce Bigelow, I might have to drop out because I can't stand him. I quite like Rob Schneider, but the films <laughs> <laughs> the films we watched, I can see totally why you don't. Oh, I don't know if good. watching the other ones, if I'm going to think, oh yeah, he's. I do still like him. I also had Punch in Face, which mm. I think it happens quite a few times, but that was quite a late one. He, freeze, he freezes time a lot. And one of the times he just takes it out on um, David Hasselhoff, his boss. So he's yeah. like punching him in the face, farting in his mouth, all of that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I had one of our classic favourites, Everyone Loves Him. He, he walks into work. This is weird because Michael Newman isn't a good guy. We've established that. Really bad guy. Yeah, he walks into work and there's all these women and it, it makes a good point of them all having like long legs and being blonde and having blouses that are open and stuff. And they're all like, hey, Michael. Hi, Michael. And he's like, hey, ladies. <laughs> but there's no reason for them to love him because we've seen that he's a monster. Yeah. But you do, I guess I might have to contest this because you do see that a lot of people hate him behind his back, like his assistant mm-hmm. uh, hates him. But like, seek does it secretly like to annoy him? Uh, yeah, I does things to annoy him. Um, but I definitely like his kids love him for no reason, and mm-hmm. certain people love him. And, and his wife, she keeps coming back for yeah, for like cuddles and stuff, even after he's been a bit of a, a prat right from the start. Yeah, but I she think it's have just divorced him. It's just the fact that all those women like 
kind of flirt with him in that scene. I was just like, this is out of nowhere. Yeah, really bad. I also had Animal getting hurt. So we see they've, they've got all these dogs that come into it. And I was going to tick it off when they mentioned the first dog, whose name is something like Sundance. Sundance, he dies. yeah. He dies off screen, so we don't know what happened. I'm sure it hurt. While him and his wife are having sex and he fast forwards it, there's a slow, there's a, a quick moment where Peanut the dog starts humping Adam's bum, which would be a bare bum. So he's almost having sex with this dog and he flicks him away. We just see the shadow. <laughs> we see the shadow of his small dog getting flicked off of his bum during sex. So I've mentioned fart joke, fat joke, and elderly joke already from the opening scene. There was also poo. Um, I think there's quite a lot of poo throughout this film, but the one I got it from was um, reference to poo. We don't see on screen poo, but he says, you scared the crap out of me when he hears a firework from those naughty kids that you spoke about. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. That's mm, yeah. not, It's not on-screen poo, though. Uh, it but... doesn't say it has to be on-screen poo. It just says poo. Ah, that damn. could be anything, couldn't it? That's um, true. So... I don't know if you've been keeping count, but out of the nine things, that's eight. Wow. So I was watching this film with eager eyes. That's how I spotted Lochran in the background. I was looking for Kevin James and Kevin James did not appear in Click, Ah. unfortunately. I even Googled is Kevin James in Click afterwards because I was like, why would he not be in it? I was quite disappointed not to see him after he gave such a good laugh in 51st Dates um, in his two second (laughs) cameo. I thought there would even be a chance that it was Kevin James' body that Adam Sandler's head was being CGI'd onto in the fat suit bit, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> like... <laughs> Can you oh. imagine that being your cameo? It's just your your like, just your body with body. Adam Sandler's horrible face <laughs> plastered onto it. It was actually the final credit of the film. I don't know if you noticed this, but the final credit was um, Michael Fat Body, and then the man's name who just played the body. Wait, so that was a real body? Yeah, in some of the shots it was. So but... it sort of, any time it was showing his face, it was CGI, like around his cheeks and stuff. You can see that. But there was a few cutaway shots and whatever of him like holding stuff up and you just see like a fat breast why... or... Why didn't they just, why didn't they just put him in a fat suit? I don't get it. Why did they go to that effort of getting a body double and then plastering his face? What a, terrible film it's probably cheaper it's probably cheaper to do it cgi isn't it i don't know right well i think that's that's enough sandler scale isn't it we i had a successful time you had a a bad time so that's i think that's two one to you still yeah in terms of sandler scale yeah all to play for now it's getting Um, intense isn't it (laughs) so where do you put this are you putting this film in the sandler castle or are you putting it in the sandler pit so when I think of the Sandler Castle and the Sandler Pit, I see the Sandler Pit as being where the moat would be around the, ca- the castle. I think that the pit is right underneath the castle, underneath like where the drawbridge would probably be. So for me, this film would be probably skimming the surface of the pit. Like it, it's looking at the castle, but it's not quite reaching the castle. Yeah. Because I think there's enough stuff in here where you're like, you know, there's, there's funny moments whether they're intentionally funny or not, they're there. There's heartfelt moments that I think you do feel something watching this other than hatred. Yeah. You do feel sad for him at the end. But at the same time, you also see a dog constantly humping a duck. 
You also hear multiple jokes about David Hasselhoff judging which of his secretaries has the prettiest oh. feet. Oh, oh, that that whole we didn't touch on that that much, but that was really uncomfortable. I didn't like yeah. any of the David Hasselhoff stuff. It was gross. There's just too much sexism, too much transphobia, homophobia, and the ca- the main character just you don't really root for him until it's too late. So I think that's that probably decides it for me that this is Sandler Pitt, but with a view to escaping into the castle. Probably the dungeon of the castle, if anything. It's not getting much higher than that. Oh my Christ. So now we have we have a castle and a pit, which was originally a binary thing. And now we also have a turret, a dungeon, a <laughs> moat, a drawbridge. This is just... This I'm just is painting the scene. I'm painting the scene. That's it. It's, it oh. Right, look. Click is in the Sandler pit. It's in the Sandler pit. Yeah. But a high up view. It's a high Sandler pit. It's better than Jack and Jill, but it's nowhere near as good as Fifty First Dates. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. Um, it's, I'm, it's definitely in the pit. I didn't like, I didn't really like this film. Uh, the first hour and a bit, I really didn't like at all. I thought mm-hmm. it was even more, like, it was just really mean and really nasty yeah. comedy. Um, a lot, even more so than Jack and Jill. But I'm gonna put it at the edge of the pit, like properly, like dr- it's it's kind of clawing it's... its way up the pit. But like the pit obviously is made of sand, and it keeps oh. like descending. But it's trying to clamber out. It's almost at the top, but it just can't get a grip on itself. It's got a very crazy, the Irishman style last half an hour. It's very tragic. There's some very touchingly sad scenes. But like you said, it all comes too late. But maybe that's the point. It all comes too late. Like it all comes too late for Michael Newman, his understanding that family is what's important. So everything comes too late. So from an artistic perspective, maybe that's the point. What do you think? I'm going to go and get a tissue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. (laughs) Nah, it's 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 really shit. So yeah, it's in the pit. Uh, it's not Fifty First Dates. That was good. That's no. in the the turret. Uh, it's not as bad as Jack and Jill. That's at the bottom of the pit. This is clinging onto the side. But yeah, mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. <laughs> the pit is more full than the castle. The castle has some vapor. The castle. <laughs> the castle's never gonna get anything in there. It's gonna get like four films. You don't know that, mate. You don't know that. Keep going. Stay tuned. <laughs> Eight crazy nights will be at the top of the castle. <laughs> in the Christmas room of the castle. <laughs> so I'm in charge of the Sandler games this week. It's only going to be a quick one. It's not it's also not very good. Uh, I have gone Sounds to tra- <laughs> I've gone to trailers uh, of Sandler films and I've looked at this, the comments and nice. I want you to guess the film from the comment. This could even okay. go two ways, couldn't it, really? Because you're you're our resident Sandler expert, so I yeah. think you'll do better at picking them than me. Well, I don't um, know. Okay, so the first one. So, Alberto Resendez, five years ago, said, I've seen this movie. It's funny, but then it's sad. <laughs> that sounds like Click. It's not Click. Um, or maybe Fifty First Dates. No. Okay, Ooh. here's another line. Uh Chaz Matador seven months ago called it classic. 
with no capital letter. Um, Yasmin Matthews said, buy me our what? Um, and this is... Uh, <laughs> what Jordan, was that? Buy me our what? Buy me our what? <laughs> Jordan Carrington said, wasn't so keen and don't usually watch the film at all. <laughs> and then here's the last one for this trailer. Mariam 7862010 two years ago said, just finished watching this on Channel 5 class movie? <laughs> um, so it's funny, funny and then sad. Funny then sad. Most movie people don't watch four. it. it Channel it 5. A Channel 5 movie. Someone said the line, buy me a what? Is that in the film? Is that a quote from it then? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> oh. Did you watch the <laughs> did you watch the uh the trailer? Yeah. I didn't I, no, I didn't. I just clicked on the trailer that looked at the comments. So I don't know out of context. God, funny then set. Maybe Big Daddy? Yeah! Oh, well done. Yes. Good job. It does uh, get a bit sad actually. Okay, this is going to be a bit of a harder one. Uh, Skull Guy, three years ago, said, Oh God, listening to that voice for two hours. Oh, the water boy. No. Bryce Gabiro, three years ago, said, I actually saw this movie and it was actually pretty good. Better than I expected. Little Nicky. No. Uh, I think I have a few more for this one. Uh, my Trin said, am I the only one who thinks this movie is awesome? Shane O'Mac said, this looks like a fake kind of movie that they make fun of at the beginning of Tropic Thunder. And then Marcos Amparo said, I don't care what anyone else says about Adam Sandler. I'm still watching this. Adam Sandler for me is like that one sports team that will probably never get a chance to win the championship, but I'm still rooting for them because they're my favourite team. I'm still rooting for you, Adam. Right, what do you think it is? Is that from username Luke Terry 95 <laughs> um, I reckon that is Jack and Jill, to be honest. No, not Jack and Jill. I'll tell you. Oh. Uh, so this is a Netflix film? I've never seen it. Ridiculous Six. No. He's got a silly horrible voice. Horrible voice. The only ones I can think of is Ridiculous Six, Sandy Wexler. Is there we go, yeah, Sandy Sandy. Wexler, yeah. He does a horrible voice in that. I don't know, I've never seen it. it that looked says. like quite a serious one, I thought. I've not seen that one either. Oh, here's another comment, though, for that. He says, every time he wants to fake a voice, he sounds exactly like himself, but a bit worse. <laughs> so I think he must be doing a horrible oh, voice. Oh, okay. Okay, you ready for another one? Yes. Always. Okay. Tony Flaws, two weeks ago, said, the cast is literally my whole childhood summed up. Is that grown-ups? No. <laughs> Keen, two weeks ago, said, I didn't understand a thing he said. Oh. The water boy? No. Random Random said, he's using his water boy Billy Madison voice. Lol. Oh. He only ever uses that in Waterboy and Billy Madison. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Is that... I'll, give you, I'll give you one more. Okay. And I, I think that you'll get it from this. So Jay's Edits five days ago said, how many iconic actors do you want? Netflix? Yes, exactly. So it's a Netflix film with iconic... That's got to be Ridiculous Six then, hasn't it? Nah. Uh, I think five days ago, mate. Oh, it's Hubie Halloween. It's Hubie Halloween. Oh, what? <laughs> Who else is even in that other than... Oh, Keenan's um, in it, isn't he? Out of Keenan and Kel. Yeah, and, and I guess yeah. uh, 
I guess uh, Kevin James is in it and um, the woman of Modern Family, Julie Bowen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that yeah, is. The one, the one off Happy Gilmore, mate. I've not seen Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right, I've got three more films. Okay. Uh, okay, this one. Uh, there's so much running in this trailer, I was expecting Tom Cruise to pop up somewhere. Um, then Wolverine is Cool said, yes, finally, wanted to see those two together again. Right. And then, do you have any guesses yet? Blended. Not blended. Just Very good guess. Because, no. Oh. And then the last one, you might get it from this one, maybe. Someone's been watching Wes Anderson movies over the summer. Looks great, though. Good to see Adam Sandler back to acting. Always thought Rain Over Me was his best movie. See those two together again. Mm. And Thingy was a good guess, Blended, which is him with Drew Barrymore. Well, I just said that because that was too iconic. It's not like Blended at all. Oh. It's a, so so him, I've never seen one that looks like a Wes Anderson film, so I don't think I've seen what this is. You've not seen this one. Is Back it the to... Mer- Merriowitz story? Exactly, well done. So Together Again is him with Ben Stiller, who's, ben who's Stiller. never been in a film with... Oh no, Happy Gilmore, He's of in course. Happy Gilmore! Come and he's on. my favourite character in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> I've got one. I don't like the uh, pressure of this, it's clearly getting to me. It's making me forget <laughs> everything I know and love. Um, Jesus Saves, three years ago, said, Sandler's last good heartfelt movie. And that's the only one I've got for this one. I would say that's probably Fifty First Dates, to be honest. If I was to agree with him, that's what I would say. Not Fifty First Dates. Last heartfelt movie, three years I, ago. No, it, is that it's, what, we, it's that's what long, you said? The, oh yeah, the comment was three years ago. This film's a lot longer than that. Oh god, and it's his last heartfelt movie. That's probably Big Daddy as well. No, <laughs> no, we've already had Big Daddy. Uh, I give up, to be honest. I don't know any that are heartfelt. That's not what um, I go to Sandler for. This is Click. And this one, <laughs> and this one isn't a trailer. Uh, it's the scene when he gets fat. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring it in anyway. All right, uh, this is our last one. This is a good one. Zombie Nile, one year ago. About time Adam Sandler did a movie where he's not all whoopity do. <laughs> That's going to be uncut gems, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Fuck, you got that quite quickly. Uh, and then another one was. Oh, no, there was nothing else that funny. Okay. Yeah, that's the end of the Sandler game. <laughs> Bit Very of a, nice. Very a muted nice ending there because you got it straight away. Got it so yeah. quick. So that, that was really hard, but I think that's because the only thing more insane than Adam Sandler's films is the general public. Exactly. <laughs> that, was a, that was a real challenge. I really struggled. <laughs> but it was lots of fun. <laughs> how, was, how was your first time hosting the, the Sandler oh, game? Oh, I'm, I'm sweating. That was really stressful. Yeah, it's, the, it's the studio than... lighting, isn't it? It really yeah. burns through you. God, I, I felt the pressure of hosting. It was really uh, it was really frightening. Yeah. Did we do a Brazilian title for Click? No, but shall I have a look now? I Is think it... so. Ah, here we go. Also known as. So, we have got, in most languages, it's Click, sometimes with a K at the start instead of a C. The title of it in Greece was called Click I always say fast forward. <laughs> um, I don't know what I've just said. <laughs> Hopefully it's not anything too offensive. Um, in Hungary, it was called Tav, Tavcaps. 
Tough cups. Nice. Which, uh, let me have a look. Googled it. It's just click. Uh, after all that hard work, <laughs> there's, just nothing to find funny. It. there's nothing funny. It's just very simply 35 different countries have it known as click. The Ukrainian one seems good. I'm going to throw this into Google Translate. And I guarantee I feel like... you that Ukrainian title is just going to be click. No, it's not. It's something else. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be better. Give me a second. It is click with remote control for life. That could um, be the sequel. <laughs> that could be a sequel title. What's the Taiwanese one? It is Fate is so fun. Okay, that's quite good. Fate is so fun. So the Italian title Cambia la tua vita con un click is change your life with one click. Change your life with one click. That's a that's a better one, I think, than just click. That sounds like a tagline. It doesn't sound like a, a film title. Yeah. Russian is also the same. Um, kind of got that extra remote control for life bit at the end. Remote control for life. This is, Maybe this is in their language, that's like a pun. But in ours, yeah. it's not, is it? All right. Well, that was that. I think that's, that's this episode done and dusted. What are we doing next week? We are going to be watching Longest Yard. Have you seen Have Longest you s- Yard? Um, I haven't. I've seen Mean Machine, which is the same film, a British version with uh, Vinnie Jones, but I've never mm-hmm. seen The Longest Yard. Always wanted to, though. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> well, here we go, delivering on your dreams and expectations. <laughs> um, I've I've seen this, yeah, I've seen it a few times. I think it'll yeah. be interesting to go back. It's It's a similar thing to Click for me. I didn't watch this as much when I was younger. Mm. Um I can't remember the reason why I haven't seen it as much as these other films, but I'm sure in a couple of days' time, I'll know why. I'm quite excited. I feel like this will be all right. I say that every time, and so far, only one time that's actually come true of it being all right. Right, so thank you for listening. Thanks to Joe Tarone for the music. Very good, isn't it? Yeah, Um, thanks to Luke Thomas for the artwork. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for Luke Terry for just being here. People can get in touch with us on Instagram at The Sandler Pit. And I think they can email us too, can't they? Yeah. TheSandlerPit at gmail.com. And you can also visit our Twitter page, which is at TheSandlerPit again. Great. Come back next week for Longest Yard. Longest Yard. So it's a Sandler buy from me and a Sandler buy from him. Hey, we're in my mum's vagina. I didn't want it to skip like that. Angel Michael. Death.